This is CliffCentral.com. All right, here it is. It's uh, 11.05, which means it's time for the weekly mashup. My name is Timmy Shaw, and in the studio with me, I got my girl. Candace, how are you guys? How are you doing, Candy? I'm good. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Good. It's so good to see you today. So good to see um, you. Looking bright, looking beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, I thank saw you. those eyes, you were like... <laughs> What you gonna say? Right what you gonna say? What? No, but you're looking like uh, you woke up real early this morning. I always wake I up real you, early. You usually do. Um, so, what did you get up to this morning? The first thing that you did. Uh, first thing I did is actually meditation. Okay. Because it helps me get in the zone for the day. All right. And then after meditation, I shower, I have coffee, and I go to gym. Okay. Yeah. So um, you feel that it's important every morning that when you wake up, you uh, kind of have an intention for what you're going to do during oh. the day, right? Oh yeah. One hundred percent, and it's really important because, well, I suppose in life you got to mm-hmm. live your life intentionally. You got to live oh, with yeah. intention, right? Or, or else um, it just carries you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, like just life takes over. Yeah. But I've been doing a bit of research uh, over the past couple of days. I was feeling like, what what is it that is going on in my life that I need to change and I need to fix and um, get better at? You okay. know, and and it just came to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reading some scriptures. Okay. That's what I do first thing in the morning. Yes. I try to read something. Mo- to motivate um, you. To motivate me, to give me a thought, a first thought for the day oh, and carry so that thought for the rest of the day. Yeah. Um, and, and I just stumbled across something in, in the Bible that mm-hmm. um, was quite, quite powerful. Okay. Okay. So Genesis says that we were created in God's image because God said, let us create man in our own image. What does that mean? Is that okay. we just look like God or is no. it even gre- greater than that? I think it's something God far look like greater. If we all look different, right? Okay. Well, we, we're definitely okay. not looking like God, but I think it's the creative and creation of mm, God. So mm, it's mm. God's intent, yeah. you know? So whatever God has can do himself, mm. in essence, we, he has given us that ability and that power. Yeah. I think well, that's, that's what it is, right? And I think that, uh, if that, that image is, is being creative, uh-huh. right? Um, it means that we can create anything that we want, just like God can, because he did yeah. say, the first thing he said was, um, subdue the earth, yes. subdue all the animals in it and take over, reproduce, yeah. just be. And I think that that creative force and that, that ability to be like God is our ability to create. But how did God create? He created mm-hmm. through the word, okay. by what he said. With his, yeah. With wow. his mouth. Uh-huh. And then there's another part of the Bible that says that the tongue is the most yeah. powerful okay, part uh-huh. of your entire being, your body. Oh, yes. If you can control your tongue, you can even control your body. In oh, other words, 100%. like, have you seen that movie, Lucy? Um, know, you keep telling me to watch this movie <laughs> and never ever. <laughs> that, what, what's that, that hot? What, what's that hot chick? Johansson, Scarlett Johansson, yes. right? Where basically she takes this drug and her brain works at a hundred percent. Yeah. But imagine if every day you said things that were intentional and that were going in a certain direction. You could not only control your body; you could control, control the whole everything. of creation. Because I think yeah. that the tongue is the most powerful force in the entire universe the most powerful fuel anything that you can think of yes to create and a lot of the times we say things that are just unintentional like we're just reckless with our tongue but that's the thing like Mm -hmm. you know it's like asking someone have you ever seen all of us have those people that when you see them from afar you already want to hide because you know you're going to say how are you and they're going to be like you're 
Aish, you know, yeah. today I'm tired. Yeah, yeah. This, you know, this broke down. Yeah. This happened. Yeah. Because they're yeah. constantly attracting negativity because exactly. their mind state and what they say yeah. is constantly so negative. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it, right? Because, like, if you are negative, mm-hmm. um, you are creating your own reality that's going to be negative. I find yeah. that a lot of people, you'll talk to them about something and the first thing they'll, 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 they'll reply with is just negativity. Oh, or yeah. we'll say negative things to <laughs> yeah. ourselves. Oh, yeah. you know, I'm not that smart. Oh, I'm so fat. Oh, oh yeah. I'm so this. I'm oh, I'll pretty. never, I'm ne- I'll never make it. Oh, 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 yeah. I'll never be whatever. Mm. But when we say that, <laughs> then you, we wonder why we're not. You're creating your own limitations. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I find that like what we've been dealing with from the start of 2016 yes, in this country. So much negative. <laughs> We're going on about, about, about all the, the racism and things like that and, and blah, blah, blah. But it's, mm. it's really about people not being intentional with their words or being intentional, but not thinking through that. What, what am I saying and how powerful are the words that I'm saying? And how can I say things that can create a change? I yes. think as humans, a lot of the times we spoke about this. With, with our sex edition yes. Where we tend to be negative And we think negativity If I punish you Then you'll change If we I operate, say negative yeah. things about you If I say Candice I'm yeah. tired of this mm-hmm. You know You need to change and you, yeah. That's how you'll change And actually no. If I say Candice You know I love the fact that you always wake up so early and you do what you do and such a powerful human being. Yeah. And I think that, you know, just hanging around you can really enhance my own life. Yeah. What happens then? It's very affirming because then I want to keep doing what I'm doing and I want to keep adding to your life. Mm. You know, but as soon as you say, you know what, you're so irritating. You do this, you do that, you do this, <laughs> you do that. Be more irritating. Then I'm just going to be like, no, because initially it's going to get me down. It's going to be like, yeah. why am I so innately irritating? Yeah. <laughs> And then after that, I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm going to go through a week where I'm going to try and change the irritation. Mm. And then when I realize that, no, I'm not happy not being irritating, yeah. then I'm going to amp up the irritation factor. Exactly. You know, exactly. So. Isn't that like so crazy? Yeah. Because it's exactly what we do. And then we hope that people change mm. because um, we we said something about them. and We gave them like this awful feedback. Yes. And we pray <laughs> that it will snap them <laughs> <laughs> like you must change now that I've given you this negative no, feedback. No, but can I tell you positive feedback? Yeah? Sometimes though, you can mm-hmm. tell someone from a place of love that they're going on a downward spiral. Sometimes you can't affirm someone's life when they're going in a terrible direction. Yeah. So that would be in cases of let's say someone is in an abusive relationship, drug use, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you say to this person from a loving place though, mm-hmm. that you know what? You are in a bad situation and I think you need to evaluate and change this. Not in a dic- like dictate to the person by mm. saying you're gonna have to change this or i'm leaving yeah. but you just say you know i love you but you are in a very destructive space in your life yeah you know because there's no way of dancing around that sometimes i suppose you can start with look i i'm saying that you're in a very destructive place in your life but then mm-hmm. from there it's like do the positive because yes. like you can't tell someone what not to do you can only oh, tell no. someone what to do so you yes. can say i always say like um we operate from a point of a reward system oh, as yeah. human beings. So mm-hmm. if it makes me feel better mm-hmm. to do keep something that. positive rather than something negative, I'm mm-hmm. going to rather do the positive stuff over and over again. Because we affirmed. Because we affirmed, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, until the positive stuff actually takes over and after 21 days, it becomes a habit. Yeah. And I do that like naturally without even thinking about it. But can I tell you, don't mm-hmm. you think that sometimes people, we tend to, we know this on a logical basis. I think the law of attraction or mind power or, you know, what you say and all these things have been subconsciously drilled into us, you know, mm. so we know it mm. on an intellectual level. Yeah. However, I find that it's application that kills us, mm. you know, because we think to ourselves, you know, I know this, I know this, mm. but then you turn around the next day, you know, and you just say to yourself, 
I'm having a bad day. Yeah, <laughs> life is so bad. Yeah, why, I know. And we do that as well. I'm having a bad why day. Why am I so unlovable? Mm. Why? <laughs> so you beat yourself up about it, and then before you know it, that becomes your speech patterns once again. Mm. You know. So it's about not only knowing it but applying it. So I've made a decision. Yes. For the at least the next ten days, and ten. I would like you to be my accountability partner. I shall do this. that. So every time we talk or I talk to you. Uh huh. What I say and what comes out of my mouth, which can only grow from what comes out of my mind and my heart and so on and so forth, has to be intentional and has to actually create a reality that is positive in my life as opposed to a reality that is negative. And by that, I mean, I'm going to think more about what I say because I know and I realize I've I've always known that I have Mm. have power to create things. Mm. I know this. And I even know that when I say negative things to people, I know how powerful my words are. But I also know how powerful my words are when I say positive things. So going forward from this day forth, Uh I will only say things that are positive and powerful and that can create the reality that I want in my life. Starting with the first 10 days and you have to like call bullshit on this if it's not (laughs) happening. (laughs) I will definitely call bullshit on this. I trust you because I think you're a very, (laughs) very hardworking person. I know you wake up real early in the morning. I don't know if it's like I love how this has established my credibility Or by default (laughs) No I love how the fact that I wake up early Has established me as a credible human being No I think that people who wake up early Like um, It it takes a lot of discipline to do that It's not something that just happens Because I think a lot of people say No but I'm a morning person Yes some people are morning people And and, and their body clocks are more in tune To wake up at a certain time And go to sleep at a certain time But generally it's about The discipline of every day Saying it doesn't matter how I feel I'm getting the heck out of bed at this time yeah, there's right. a saying I follow that says, no matter how you feel, get up, dress up, and show up. That's right. So that's for me. I live mm. by that. And no matter how I feel, like I could be dying, like be sick as I will still put on my makeup. Yeah. I will still put on everything and I'll still walk out like nothing's happening. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, that's, that's so something important. that I live by, actually, a yes. credo that I live by. But, you know, I, I didn't put it that, that so articulately. So <laughs> <laughs> simply. But it's like whatever's happening, once I'm here and yes. I'm here now. You got to do it. Doesn't matter what's happening outside. The show must go on. The show must go on oh, yes. and I must, uh, I must be here and I must be intentional and I must do what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And I guess that, that doesn't just mean like pitching up at work, but yes. once I get out and of the life. house and I wake up that's a new day and i must just behave in that way that's it. it's not always that easy of no. course there are things that bring us down but i think that when you practice that more and more mm. you find that things will bring you down but it won't be for long and you won't have certain other issues like depression because sometimes it drags people like, do and dragging other it people. links right yeah. Because mm. you have one bad moment And then all of a sudden you decide that it's a bad day Then before you know it Just bad stuff starts happening to you yeah. From left, right and center and yeah. Like, yeah, I knew this was going to be a bad damn day yeah. <laughs> Here it is yeah. And then it becomes a bad week, a bad yeah. month, a bad year, a bad life Yeah, you know? exactly Like, no, no thank you but, Let's reverse that yes. Can I tell you the most powerful thing I've learned about myself Is yeah. that when you, as soon as you take away responsibility and accountability from other people mm-hmm. for your happiness, mm. all of a sudden mm. you become a mm. better human being. Just That's in true. life, you, you can create more, you can do more, you, you're happier. Mm. Because if I don't look at you and say, you have to make me happy and you have mm. to make me smile and whatever, then... <laughs> Phew. <laughs> that would have been a lot of pressure. Eh? <laughs> I don't know if I'm that good. 
all the time. I mean, you know, I can keep it up for about 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, that kind of decision making, it helps you a lot, you know. It does. And, and I think when you, when you make that decision, funny enough, then people generally tend to make you happier, don't the they? True story. <laughs> because there's no pressure on them to actually make yeah, you happy. Yeah, already you are happy. Yeah. It's like, oh. It's just like a cherry on top and they make you happy. Yeah, And exactly. if they don't make you happy, you can just like swipe left, like on Tinder. <laughs> keep going back to Tinder. How often are you at Tinder? <laughs> Too often. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, I'm really ever on Tinder, but okay. when I am, it's a disaster. <laughs> All right, I've been doing some research on those dating sites myself, just, just okay. checking them out. And I, and I realized that... Um, how do you get dates on those sites, man? Because you swipe right and you say and hi. You click and then you, you want to go hi. for coffee and then, and then you then go for happens. coffee. And then usually most of them want to sleep with you. So you're just like, okay, bye. <laughs> but shouldn't people like state that up front if that's what they wanted? So you know, when you, when you say, okay, let's meet for coffee, you like, you have the story. Okay. There's some really honest people on Tinder. I have to say, like, mm. there was a profile that I saw. Um, because obviously you get to read a little bio and mm. you see like five pictures that people have selected. Yeah. And in this bio, this guy said, I'm a married man. Mm-hmm. I'm 35. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking. <laughs> For a wife Yeah yeah. (laughs) I'm looking for someone To pass the time with Yeah So if you're not judgmental (laughs) Yeah Swipe right Yeah Yeah yeah. And so I was like Okay at least he's honest Left (laughs) You just swipe left anyway You were like Actually you know I was like No it's not gonna work On certain Tuesdays I just (laughs) I just wanna hang out What what is it Do Netflix and hang out You know what what it means Netflix and chill That's what it's You know know, when someone says Let's do Netflix and chill (laughs) It's chill (laughs) Okay So yeah So that's how it works and like you, you sometimes they're really great people. Like yeah. I always say, a friend of mine is very successful on Tinder. You okay. know, she's she's what is got in relationships. Up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold yes. up. Yes, yes. What does it mean to be successful on Tinder? It means you actually find a long-lasting relationship with someone who's not a creep. Oh, okay. So, so, so that's what she's managed. <laughs> to, yeah, to get twice. For I mean, oh. you know, she's managed to get really cool people, How and we, we meet relationships these people. Last? Um, one is still going, and the other one, yeah, ended. Obviously, ended. After yeah. How long? Um, I don't remember how long, but he was a really nice guy. Okay. Like we, he, she brought him around, right, and right. we we liked him. Oh, you know, so she doesn't meet completely weirdos. I think I'm just a weirdo magnet sometimes. Talking about words, creating your reality. It's those <laughs> eyes. Because <laughs> I've got such big eyes, right? <laughs> like they that. always think I'm looking at them. All the kids are like, "Yeah, he's one of us." <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for that. That is so mean. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but talking about words, like we're okay, saying, yes. like 2016 has been about people saying things that reckless things, reckless things that I think most of them wish they hadn't said of because course. they ended up apologizing, whether they meant it or not. They realized that they shouldn't have said them because there were real consequences. You know, yeah. uh, I don't want to go back to like the penny sparrow thing, oh, but it no. started with that and it just it, it, it kept snowballing. It just keep, it just keeps going. Mm. Every every other week, there's somebody new who says something ridiculous and silly and stupid. Ah, oh, but it's yeah, and and racist. Um, and and I'm I'm concerned, really. Number oh, yes. one, but also I'm surprised that there's so many people who feel this way nowadays in South Africa. I feel like more and more we've we've kind of all um, gone into our own separate corners more yes. and more, and there are fewer and fewer people who have a diversity of cultures when it comes to friends yeah. uh, and family and so on and so mm-hmm. forth. That I'm I'm finding yes. like. Uh, Long time ago, 10 years ago, mm-hmm. you know, 15 years ago, it was easier. Everyone was like, let's be together. Let's be one big, happy rainbow nation. And nowadays, it's like, has the rainbow nation dream just kind of died or is it dying a slow death? I've got a theory. Mm-hmm. Um, and my theory may not make me popular, but it's just what it is. Um, so from my understanding, mm. this is what I think happened. We, 
South Africa was literally thrust into change. There was no bridge period where people could adjust to this new change in their psychology and their belief systems and you know how they viewed life. Yeah. Literally, Nelson Mandela was released and a few days later you were sitting next to a white colleague or a white colleague was sitting next to a black colleague mm. and they went from the, be, the day before being able to call you any word they wanted yeah. and now all of a <laughs> the sudden they've before. got to just smile. <laughs> oh, God. That's a big adjustment. <laughs> hey, Jabu. Because <laughs> you know, they didn't even know your name before that yeah. and all of a yeah. sudden you're forced into this integration mm. and I think what happened is for a long time we managed to keep up appearances you know like it's like when you're in a bad relationship you, you can keep up appearances for so long before it just simmers over yeah and i think what happened is all of us managed to like pretend that everything was okay, okay. but when we go home what we're telling oh, our children yeah and what we're telling ourselves and our friends and our family yes. so you mm. you keep the circle where you spread this venom and mm. then it sinks into the subconscious and then it everyone is. knows that when you're in public this uh-huh. is how you act when you're behind closed yeah. doors this is how you act so a lot of these racist things you must remember happened be in private conversations But there's a thing or, right um, What is in your heart Will one exactly. day Just, it has to just come out Like at the most wired. surprising moment We're not wired <laughs> to be deceitful And we're not wired to act Ooh. all the time You know So it's not like within our core You know as human beings We're supposed mm. to be open and mm. free And mm. I think when you act for long enough Eventually it's going to spill over And I, I think, think that's what's happening actor. I mean I can act for, for years I, I can hold on so. to a character You know if I need to Just hold on to a character <laughs> Um, Not everyone and is do, you. And doing soaps for so long. I mean, soaps is like oh an eight-hour day of just it, hanging on to this character. So after a while, you're like, oh, that's but, how you do it. Just, as long right? as you, you put on the makeup and you put on the right costume no, and you I go disagree. in there and then you're just like, woof. You've got to debrief at a certain period, though. Because, yeah? you, yes, you've got your character when you're on set. Then you go home and you're a different, you're a husband to your wife. And yeah. then you, you leave the house and you become you take on a different persona. Mm. So it's just like different we learn how to behave in certain circles. And I think that's what's happening now that some of us are just, or not us, because I don't, I'm, I'm like so free and loving. But, some of your um, best friends are white. Hey, and they are, <laughs> and I love them to both. Like and they listen all, <laughs> um, Two, two. Oh, okay. That's, and then, that's like your number. Yeah. That's a cutoff. Sorry. No, 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 you, no, no. You, and, okay, it the rest of you, no, no more. No. Thank you. Stay I outside. love, no, I love my friends. <laughs> Why don't they like my besties? Yeah. But, you know, that's the thing. So I think, at a certain point, people just started just saying what they were feeling in, mm. inside. And it's just, it's so sad because I feel like the people that are coming out, sometimes we tend to receive it as they're speaking for the whole white race, mm. like Mabel Janssen or Penny Sparrow. Mm. We, as soon as they make a statement, we like, oh, all, all white people are like Steve Hoffmeyer. Yeah. They've just been hiding it. I think that's the easy thing because then it also shows your own personal prejudice if you yes. do that. Because it's easy to just go, yeah, you know, I always knew it. I, I knew it. These people they, were thinking were that anyway. All, and, and now one person has said it. So therefore, all of you no, were thinking disgusting. it all along. But that no. means that you yourself then need Happy. to work on your own prejudice. Um, because here's what I always say. I think that in every uh, race group and demographic, there mm. are assholes. Oh, okay. yes. Uh, it's not, uh, it's not a race specific thing. It's not specifically just only given to white people <laughs> or black people or Indian yes. people or colored people, whatever Chinese. you're going to call Chinese people. Yeah. It's like there is that bad, I don't know, apple in, yeah. within every race group. Yeah. But that doesn't mean now you start thinking, okay, because I, even if I've met a number, like I've met in my entire life, I've only met 20 white people and 19 of them were dicks. Yeah. That doesn't mean the other millions and hundreds of millions through my experience were that, right? But that's when you actually have to be very careful with your wording and your articulation when you decide to make a public statement because I think all of us have become um, public figures, you Mm. know, through Facebook and 
because all of us have a voice all of a sudden. Yeah. And I think the biggest problem is as soon as you're a public figure and you decide to put out a statement yes. and you say, you don't say, according to my experience, and we don't out of the 20 people I met that happened to be white, 19, 19 were assholes, yeah. but that one, yeah. that one was awesome. Yeah. You know, you have to put it in context of yeah. your own experience. You but here's the other thing that you just said there. We've yeah. all become celebrities in yes. that way, but also we've all become like published. Yes. Because once you put it out there, you're published. It's like you've yeah. written a book, even it, if it's, it's like much. a short 160 character book. Um, but you, you have been published and this will be with you for the rest of your life. They can, we can, we can bring it up 30 years from now and say, Oh, by the way, now that you're running for this position of CEO, yeah, remember, tell us about this thing that you wrote 20 years ago. What did you say? Yeah, remember? what did you say? No, and we like, forget that. We think that, ah, I'm just putting this up and it will just go away. You know, precisely. people, people will be ruffled for a bit and will go away. And, and I think we're all guilty of that sometimes of forgetting that what we put up is going to be there for the, in fact, after we're gone, it will still probably exactly. be Exactly. And I have this rule. If you are angry, upset, or feeling any type of strong emotion, mm. do not go onto a social media site. Just yeah. don't do it. Like, call a friend. I know. Like, oh, don't even call a friend. Just yeah. go to a friend. Yeah. Rant, then leave. Because <laughs> someone might be listening, right? <laughs> yeah, right. And you don't know if you're on speaker, but yeah. go to a friend, tell yeah. them what you're feeling, and then leave. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. it's not... I'm like that as well. I believe that. I don't always do it, but I know that the temptation to write something when I'm really angry is, 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 it's huge. It's huge. Huge. Whether I'm just like, I'm angry at my (laughs) wife and I'm like, I'm going to tell the world about you and what you've done to me. They don't know. They don't know. And then I'm going to get sympathy from all my, my followers and they're going to be like, Oh, and then you realize afterwards, like, ah, man, isn't that the problem? That's a stupid thing to do because. Um, as soon as you make up, then yeah. everyone has been invested in the breakup. <laughs> so now everyone is invest like is so unhappy that you're getting back together. Like, exactly, how like, can you go back to this abusive relationship? Yeah, exactly, I'm so right? <laughs> I'm, so, I'm hurt because yes. I I sat it, with you. For it was hours. a collective effort to get you strong again. You can't go back. <laughs> you got you strong to move on, girl. Yes. Why are you going back? Anyway, so let's yes, get to okay. the topic. Yes. Um. There's there's another young man who wrote some Matthew Tennyson. Matthew Tennyson, and mm. and he's basically a born free. Like yeah, he, he's like my age. And I'm I'm like you know um I was born so many years ago, and I kind of lived half of my life within within and, and half, half of my out. life out right. Okay. And I find that funny enough. Yes, there's still some born frees who are struggling. I mean, not born free, sorry, but people of my generation who are struggling with with racism and 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 racial social cohesion and that sort of thing. But yes. for the most part, the kind of people that I went to school with, and I was very fortunate that mm. I went to um, private schools then, what we called multiracial yes, schools yes. back then. Um, and I guess maybe they weren't as the, the the stress and the pressures weren't as great as I suppose the Model C school, where suddenly yeah. it's like the demo the real demographics of South Africa. Are right there in your school Where yeah, it's predominantly now suddenly a black school I mean mm. it was black people were in the minority I guess so yeah. maybe white people felt A little bit more at home And, and yes. cool with us and stuff And it was about assimilation You couldn't go there and hold on to your own culture, language Anything about yourself You had to like kind of give that up to yeah. be there Be that as it may um, it, That could have caused me to be bitter Or whatever But I, I feel that in spite of that Because we were kids growing up and mm. were in this environment where we had so much hope and this represented an, an oasis an yeah. island of hope i mean when i was in primary school 
right outside my school there was a bench bus stop bench that said Ned Blankets and for the longest time I didn't understand what that word meant yes. um, I was like only blankets or <laughs> is that an Afrikaans way of saying only black people yes. and no it was actually the very opposite yes. and yet issues like if you go on a cricket tour now you you know the, the schools booked a, a, a train ride and in yeah. the old days it wasn't like now nah, you just get on a train it yeah. was like there's first class which is only white yes. second class which is kind of kind of mixed and third class is like for the rest yes. of the darkies and people like a friend of mine was playing first team cricket and they'd go on cricket tours and it was like always an issue like didn't they realize that this was would be an issue like we get to the station and it's like oh shucks yeah. what uh, do we do with you what are we what what are we gonna do yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but be, be that as it may we kind of were, were, were very hopeful and we grew up with that and was you know into my adulthood and even up to now some of my best friends are white <laughs> <laughs> Say that in any racist yeah. way, but just it's like it, it is what it is. It's like, uh, okay, you know, can I mm-hmm, interject? Yes, I think you know the biggest thing right now, especially I think all of us are scared to just say like what you just said. <laughs> like, my best friends are white, like it's a it's not a scary notion to make, but it's a controversial. It's become so it controversial, now, just stating facts. It's become uh, so controversial, uh. and I think for me, the biggest thing is just acknowledge that because we are different people, and society has created created it this way that because we are different, we can have different life experiences. Like, mm. for example, a study came out that black women are still the minority in management, and they still they find it the hardest yeah, to yeah. actually get employment. Mm. And I think as soon as people start like saying, well, we are equal now and South Africa's changed, blah, blah, blah. Then they fail to acknowledge your, your struggle as a black yeah, woman yeah, trying to get yeah, in employment. Yeah. That's you know? the thing, isn't it? So it's just about acknowledging that, yes, because this person is of a different race or nationality, they are experiencing different struggles to what I am without making it this thing like stop being a victim, stop letting yeah. the race card, blah, blah, yeah. blah. You know, just understanding. I think what it is is, is people have become impatient with, yes. the, with, the, with the rate of the progress economically and, and the real freedom of our yeah. people. Uh, black and white And mm-hmm. I think Where liberal Or non-racist White people And even black people In, in certain groups Are finding it difficult Is being able to keep saying 20 years down the line oh, yeah. We understand that This is still happening We will in our own spaces Do more As, a, yeah. as opposed to just saying that They're like exhausted And, and people are saying I can't believe We're still dealing with this yes. You know when, when, will, when will you get over it Or when will this stop Happening And I think It's that sense of like if you have a friend in, a, in an abusive relationship and you're like, you know, friend, we've been praying for 20 years and this guy is not changing. <laughs> like just leave yeah, for goodness yeah, sake, yeah. you know, and you can't like we can't leave each other. We all need each other and we're not realizing that. Um, and, and it's more about people just going, you know what, guys, there's still so much more to be done. And, and, very young. and this whole notion, you can't what we've realized with BEE and affirmative action is you cannot legislate love. Yes. You cannot legislate the right thing to do. Yeah. People have to want to do it. However, there have to be consequences when people fail to do the right thing. I agree. Which is I look around me at all my associates when it comes to business. Mm-hmm. Most of the people I do business with, there's a very healthy mix mm-hmm. of people. Um, I have a lot of white male friends who are my age, which should make yes. them middle age, but yes. they're my business partners. Yeah. I've known them for almost 20 years. Mm-hmm. So it's a no brainer. They are good at what they do. I'm good at what I do. We're great friends. Let's get together and just do this thing. Yeah. And that in a way is actually be, in fact, it's not in a way it's, it's exactly be because yes. we're all sharing in the equity and we're all going to share in whatever comes out of it. Yeah. Except 
we, we, we seem to forget now when we go into other businesses that the most important relationship is not the business one, what I can get out of you mm. because of your skin color yeah. or even just your expertise, but what we can do together because we have a common purpose and a common vision and we actually like hanging out with each other. Yeah, that's it. I think you just, know? and sometimes it even goes beyond liking. I think it's about respect. Yeah, exactly. You know, as long yeah. as you have a mutual respect for one another, I think then there's no reason why your business relationship can't work. Mm. But as soon as you, you view the other person as less than because of, of, um, you feel like you need this person to be raise your BE status, whatever. I think that's where things really start getting messed up. You know, mm. um, people you putting in placeholders, really. Yeah. You know, instead of real change agents or someone that deserves the position, because you can't tell me that there aren't educated, responsible, um, well-trained black people to take over some of these positions that aren't being filled by those kind of people. But I suppose. Um that's what racism for me is when yes. you when you think to yourself um i can't find those people unless it's one of those bee yeah. setups like oh we just you know just to fill the box uh, just to tick the right boxes we need a black female yeah. so who do you know yes, oh i know yes, this yes. girl named tandy she's cool okay let's just put her in yeah. as opposed to let's just get to know a couple of people yeah. who can actually be part <laughs> of this value. thing and add value and let's let's just work with them yeah. and i think that for me is is where i have a problem with that whole thing because then i think you know you're really not trying what you're doing is like you said, you're just using placeholders because yeah. it's not that hard. Really, it's not. Can I say something though? Mm-hmm. I think the one thing that I find that South Africans, all of us, we forget is that what South Africa has done in the past 20 years is unheard of around the world. That is mm. why every country in the world admires us so much because a lot of the countries, especially in Africa, that have been, um, you know, colonized and have gotten their freedom, mm. in a, they, they like went completely opposite. They, they said all white people out. We are starting over. Zim is <laughs> the biggest example. Whereas we are, yeah. we are like a beta country in a sense, you yeah. know. We're the test we, country. We are the no test one else country. Has done it. We don't know if this thing is actually working. We don't know if it is going to work. We yeah. don't know how this whole thing you know, it's structured because we don't have a role model to show us that this mm. is the way forward. I mean, it's, it's never worked in, in the Western countries. It's, it's never w- worked around worked, the world. So we are um, in, in the States. It clearly hasn't we're the worked last in the man UK, standing. Really. The, we are the last man standing. And we're trying to make it work and we're trying to figure it out. And so I guess people now are just some people are, are either getting impatient or what they keep saying to themselves. Their internal story is coming out. Yes. So, Going back to the judge, the high court judge. Yes. It's interesting that uh, she was given her position as the high court judge in 2013 by our very own president, Jacob Zuma, who happens to be a black man who himself has been in trouble with the law for rape and that sort of thing. And just to put it in context, what she said when she put something up on Twitter was basically that all black men um, just see women as objects, objects, uh, that they can use. Um, and they're pretty much, it's, it's cult, it's in their it's culture to rape, thing. which is, um, and most black women have been molested by family. Yeah. Which is, which is quite a serious thing for someone who's in the higher court to be yeah. the judge because she'll come across those sort of cases. So All it's like she cannot be in that position. Actually, she's just by, by saying those things, she just proved to us that she's, actually you cannot be in that position because, because if I, if I'm on trial. Yes. I'm screwed if that's, basically she's the judge. I'm going the down. A judge with the biggest credential in my mind 
to a point a judge is impartiality. The yeah. fact that you are not like the rest of us layman folk sitting at home judging, you know, pointing fingers. You are above us morality wise and mm. you can be impartial and look at effects of a case and just judge intellectually, spiritually, every sphere, emotionally, you know, you know, there's just a s- different league that you are in yeah, that the rest yeah. of us don't play in. You meditate for and longer. <laughs> And I think as soon as you bring your own personal prejudice and bias into any case, because all of us become lazy and we become complacent and yeah. we start skimming over documents. We don't look at the mm, facts of a mm, document. Mm, like, mm. This seems like a normal case of just rape another black man. Obviously, he did it. You know, so yeah. how many people did you falsely accuse without Whoa. actually looking at that the evidence? Me. I'm like, wow. It scares me for my brothers. I mean, it's really scary for me. Yeah, man. Sure. Yeah, it's sad And I think when you read the exchange She's just you know, The fact that she keeps hammering on it And I think the biggest thing that people fail to see mm-hmm. And this makes me really mad what? Is that people say yeah While well, she was stating facts you know. So I said no can Who I said just, that? No can I just say that Why would people what, say what, that? No no <laughs> She was stating facts Because obviously what she has seen Within her career <laughs> So I said the one thing people fail to understand oh Is that gosh. we are living in Africa Africa yeah. is a African country It's a black country Mm. Uh, It's a black continent Excuse me And South Africa Has got In 2011 We had 79.2% African population, black people, mm. and that's 2011. So, if the majority of a country, how many percent said again? Uh, 79.2 wow. percent in 2011. Yeah. So, uh-huh. we are the majority. So, of course, in any country, it's like going to China and saying well, that all Chinese people are molesters and criminals because yeah. all you see are Chinese people. Yeah. So, it's like going to really? America and doing the same thing and saying all white men are criminals and and pedophiles and because, pedophiles because, because that's the majority of yeah. that country. So, or the majority serial killers because the majority of Precisely. serial killers in the states is, seems to be white men. Right? So, why why do we always throw out the statistics? Statistics as soon as they actually become relevant to a particular topic, and then mm. we use statistics when it benefits us. Mm. So yes, I get what she's saying in terms of in her courtroom, from her experience, this is what she has seen. But to put it as a blanket statement for all black people, and then some people coming to her defense and saying, "Well, it's accurate," I think yeah, no, that's where it throws me off. Um, it concerns me that, that then people come to her defense and say oh, it's like, accurate, because I don't know if those people are themselves black men. Generally, in, uh, there was there was a particular status I did see from a black man um, who was defending her, and one he was out yes of the rest. one. And I think <laughs> I think all of us the were, majority were <laughs> <laughs> because I th- you know as, if we surprise, take out surprise. the statistic that eighty percent of our population is black, then I mean mm. we then it could be accurate in her interpretation of the law and from the cases she has seen. Mm. But why isn't she putting that out there? Why are you making a blanket statement for all men? For me, and it shows a lack of not only wisdom, but maturity on oh her part. Goodness. And you can't be a, a high court judge if you don't have a no certain maturity. level of maturity. Because she didn't take that into account. She didn't think. No. She doesn't think That's on it. a day-to-day basis like how, what you just thought now. How like, could you? Yes, how could you? As a person, and this it goes back to each and every one of us, are, have become social figures, public figures, we publish. And how can you become a high court judge and not understand that anything you put out there you know, is bound to get out? If you're going to put it in a text format where there's evidence of the things you have said, it is bound to get out. Like how could you not have you know, the foresight to realize to, that if it's on social media, media, it's on Twitter, it means that you're you no longer talking. controlling it. <laughs> 
If yeah. it's on WhatsApp, you're no longer controlling mm-hmm. it. If it's written in black and white and you sent it as an on email, a on a letter, it's your word. Pigeon and format, whatever. whatever. Someone can just turn around and say, actually, I'm just going to put that out there. And That's this is the person that we're dealing with people, even if it was your best friend. Like you said, rather go and see your best friend in person. That's it. And My have best a chat. friend knows. My best friend knows this. When I send him a text and I say, yeah. I need to see you, he knows it's real. Uh, we uh, will make uh. a coffee date. Yes. We will sit down. We will discuss. Yeah. If we have to refer back to the incident I spoke about verbally, Yes. We will start using code yeah, So yeah, that even yeah. if, if I was but, on but, trial I'd be but, like But if he If he turns against you one me. day He's like Yeah you look uh, You know Candace Don't think that she's what she is You're like uh, he, he I never said that sa- He can completely turn against me And I'll be like Okay cool Produce our whatsapps yeah, uh, <laughs> Show yeah, us on Facebook like, <laughs> what, what proof is there <laughs> Obviously he's disgruntled Because I've friend zoned him For so many years <laughs> And he's starting to get upset Wow Okay <laughs> Moving along <laughs> Yeah, that is so friend zone. Oh wow! Anyway, (laughs) I don't want to be that guy in your life, Candice. Just putting it out there. Friend zoned already. Right, right. Uh, It's fine. You know what? Um, I'm just that guy that will meet in the mall and say hello, and occasionally, like when we have to do the show, we'll talk. But um, don't call me with your personal problems about your man, okay? Um, And expect me to be the shoulder to cry on. Unless there's something in it for me I'm just putting it out there And this is on a public platform Actually actually, can I just say this Because it's funny you should bring it up Oh okay Um, I'm actually tired of men Making it seem like the friend zone is some prison And it is some punishment For the lack of the For lacking Let's say Sex for appeal? me not wanting to sleep with you Like why am I being punished for not wanting to sleep with you As a friend and saying I like you as a friend I like you as a human being and I enjoy our conversations You should like me as a friend you should I just like don't me like you enough being. to sleep with you Yeah no something like that But I mean that's my choice why am I being punished no, for my no choice No no one's punishing you it's like no, that's purgatory that's, that's like male purgatory Because you are in a situation Where you're not going forward So no. basically what it is is this guy clearly has spoken about his intentions before he was friend zoned and he's hoping that at some point you'll change your mind, which is actually on his part, I think quite immature and, and silly. I think so. At that point you should decide, okay, clearly things have changed. So I have to like put that away. And, um, well, you know, there's that 1% chance that one day we'll, 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 ha- we'll get drunk and you'll tell me about your problems. I'll be your shoulder to cry on and who knows what it could lead to. Maybe it's, it's a beautiful when ha- Harry met Sally kind of story, you know. <laughs> Um, we'll realize 20 years down the line after five failed marriages no. that we were the ones and, and then we'll be together. But nonetheless, no. in the meantime, I have to make a conscious decision that if I'm going to continue with this, I have to no longer see you as that person who I find attractive. Like, uh, no. she's pretty, but so what? Yeah, you know what that's I mean? the thing though. You have to kind of compartmentalize. Like in life, you, mm-hmm. we all have to compartmentalize. Things I don't want to sleep with my male friends. You don't want to sleep with your male friends. Yeah. Why does that sound so like, like you didn't know, know this before? I always thought you were fluid, but it's okay. <laughs> I was, um. Really? What, what about me gave you that impression exactly? <laughs> I'm just saying. So, I don't know. I should mean, I take that as a compliment? Is that a nice thing to say in this day and age? Because nowadays like, it's so. a cool thing. you know. I think so. But that no. you're that open-minded. That no, I'm not. willing to be fluid. <laughs> but I mean... No, I'm not. Really. <laughs> It's fine. You put it out on. It's on air. Don't worry. It's published. Um, it's published. They can make a transcript of this. <laughs> no, but I mean, at the end of the day, I just think women shouldn't have to be punished because we do not foresee a future with someone. Yet we enjoy your company enough. You know. But we no one, no one said. I don't. Enough, I don't think men are saying much. that w- w- no, there's a punishment. Men, it's, all it's, men. It's, it's, all it's, men. It's, it's basically like I, I hear you and I, I respect your decision to friend zone me. 
But I think to make it... It's like prison. It's like we we are... It's purgatory, I told you. But to make it easier for both of us, I think it's best that we uh, cease and desist on this make-believe relationship of friendship. And rather, we'll just see each other when we see each other. We'll be like acquaintances. Like, yeah, we know each other. I might I might like something that you put up on your Facebook status. Um, I might so comment silly. on your Instagram page. I'm like reevaluating all my friendships now. <laughs> I'm, gonna go, I'm, I'm going through my phone. Like, if if anyone is listening out there that believes I've been <laughs> friends on them, send me a text. Um, let's end this now. Oh, my gosh. I'd rather end it now. Your phone <laughs> is going to be like, it's, it's going to be a too hotline much. Blade. Yeah, it's going to be a hotline blade. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just let me know now Forever hold your yeah. peace I'm like yeah. look um, When I start a relationship With a woman If there's that thing Of friend zoning I give it No more than a month Okay After that month Of clearly She wasn't just joking She didn't want to yeah. just see If I was for real Yeah This is a real friend zone situation I'm like cool You know um, I'm going to move on Because Good. It's just going to make it Difficult with my next relationship When I When I've actually found the one <laughs> Because clearly you were not that one. And now she's going to be like, so who's this Candace exactly? No, she's just a good friend of mine. And then like, we should go out to dinner with her. And like, we're having a good time and we're laughing and it's so wonderful. And we have in jokes and, and we know each other so well. And this other person is like, yeah, nah. no, so no, 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 no. Even female friends. No, no. Female friends. We understand our boundaries. Like if, if I go out with you and your date or you and your whatever, I, like I understand my boundaries There's certain things That I need to understand Like okay These are the dynamics You don't try and become The main woman You're just like Okay cool You know Just watch the other woman And say friend You know She looks a little Like she's been around the block I don't know I, I wouldn't invest my heart in it If I were you And then you just give Your outsider's opinion Then you move along You see you got too much <laughs> Inside friend. opinion As women You got too much Inside inside Because we care Because and women are intuitive And men aren't I'd rather hear intuitive. it From my guy friends No no, because then I'm like, men, men are not intuitive. Like someone in my life, I will not name their name, but they were dating someone. Uh-huh. Don't <laughs> name and shame. I will not name and like, shame. We're so moved from Mabel. And this like, person, sorry, Mabel. Like, so, we're just, you're just not worth it. Like, yeah, we're done. Yeah. We're just like waste of air. Yeah. But so he, he was dating this particular person. Uh-huh. And I knew, I like somehow I knew that this girl knew too much information. So we would call. We, about when what? I would, you too about, much info- about this individual okay. So I would call this person And it would divert me to her So then I start, I texted huh? I texted him and I said Look, you know, I, it's so funny I think, you know, you're at home or something Because, you know, I tried to get And it went there They're like, no, I've got my phone on me Try again So I tried again and it went through So I was like, no, that was just funny So then it happened to someone else in my, And I was like you also got to her. You you also and I was like, how long were they together? This chicky isn't like you know is doing some CIA ish because oh, I don't even man. have that software. No man, no and, man, that's yeah. like wrong. Yeah, and and like she would do. <laughs> I'm so upset right now. She just would do that. certain things. She would do certain things that I could tell as a woman. Like, yeah. Oh, cray cray. Yeah, oh, she crazy. Yeah, yeah. And you know you can't so tell a man that it's a ticking time bomb. You can't tell. You can't be honest with men because men get so in their feelings. Like I can it tell is. my girlfriends anything, but my guy friends, I'm just like. He's going to get so in his feelings about this because I'm yeah, detecting because this. Because actually, barometer. what happened is we assumed that you friend zoned me because you were like, I don't know, you know, let, let someone else try him out for a bit. And then now that I'm happy, you're like, actually, no. I want him back. No. And like, no, it's too late now. I'm trying to be no. happy. No. I know she's like crazy, but no. like, help no, no, just no, no. let me be but happy. No, you can be happy with crazy. All we're saying is that you might be broke after crazy leaves. That's all we're saying. And broken. Yeah, broke and broken. That's yeah. it, you know. So we try as female friends, our duty is just to look out for you. It's like looking out for our brothers. We don't mm. want these crazy mm. girls mm. sometimes 
coming in here and destroying a happy person and but replacing the, but, it with a broken person. That but here's the thing, right? With. Sometimes it's hard to trust that because um, trust what the, 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 the opinion the of your female friends, be, okay. the concern, um, because sometimes I think um, the relationships kind of get muddy. So I, I remember I once had a female friend, and I'm not sure what, what was kind of what was happening because there was there was like some a little bit of physical stuff that had ensued. Okay, but it was like I'm not sure what's going on because I mean she okay. was with another guy. Okay, and 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 it was like. I, are we waiting for you to figure out who you want to be <laughs> where with, you are, like, where you are, happening? or are you with me? Because, like, it, it seemed like it was like kind of it, anything could happen at any time because it, okay. it, it, we had crossed certain boundaries, yes. right? Then I meet the love of my my life, my wife now, and she, yes. the first thing she said is, oh, "She's Tosa. I, yes. I can't. If if you're gonna go out <laughs> with a Tosa woman, then we can't be friends." And I wanted to hear her out, but yeah. I couldn't because I was like, "From whence?" Is this coming from? Is it? Is it? Is it is one of those? Jealousy or is it is jealousy, like or are you are you genuinely concerned about the integrity of closer women in general? <laughs> <laughs> because it was like, okay, you can't f- kind of half friend zone me and then be l- then say something about no, about. Is, is, uh-uh, that, that's because, what I'm talking about. No, because f- from my understanding, trust me, if you have been friend zoned, and I'm sorry if you feel like disgruntled, take Especially it up with Mabel Janssen. All the people so, who are listening now, all the men who've been friend zoned by Candice <laughs> and are listening now, if you're disgruntled, it's okay. We're going to set up a, a support group. a support group and, and um, a Facebook page. Yes, and <laughs> you so you guys can there. yes, you guys can have like an AA anonymous for me. So I feel like when I friend zoned, you trust me. That uh-huh. is not changing. Like, okay. I, I'm mm. just that stubborn. It's just the way I'm created. Yeah. It's the way yeah. I'm built. Like, I don't see you that way. Like, literally, mm. I've got two brothers, mm. and you become brother material. You just okay. in that box now. Okay. So when I give you advice, I sincerely, genuinely mean it. I'm just like, okay, friend. Like, go try out the Shark Tank. I know how men love danger. Go, go on. Swap. Mm. I will mm. be here when mm. she's like mm. done with you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I get it. A lot of women. I feel like. When guy friends introduce me to their new girlfriends, the girlfriend immediately doesn't like me. So I'm just, so I never meet them anymore. I'm just like, mm. okay, mm. Don't, don't introduce me until it's serious. But isn't that the thing though? I mean, how many people <clears throat> have managed to create a successful relationship with their, with their girl or guy friends and they're invited to the wedding and on and on and everything's just wonderful and we're, we're friends for life and, you know, we, we, we raise kids together and things like that because I find that as friends, when it's very rare that we're at the same place at the same time yeah, in our life, right? So you might be my uh, female friend, female friend, yes. and then you meet this amazing guy, and yeah. then like things move move along, and I'm still like, yo, I'm having a great time, I'm yeah. having a ball, I'm not ready for commitment, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, so every I'm now and again, like we might party together and stuff, and then you get married, and I'm there, you know, I, I give a speech, it was yeah. wonderful, but. There's something about it that maybe your partner at some point will be like, I don't know about this guy friend of yours, you know, until he be, he's in the same um, situation that mm. we're in, like it should come to an end because I can't. No, but I think, him. okay, I'll address that. And I also think that with female friends as well, you don't grow at the same pace. There are mm-hmm. times when you have to give your female friends room to breathe. And especially when it's a new relationship, I think across the board, any friend, gay, straight, transic, whatever, when they find new love, all they can think of and all they want to do is spend time with that person. So you have to respect that. You can't be bitter about it. Like, I'm single. I haven't found no one. Now you have to spend time. You know? Now you know it to be found no, friend. No, like, let them You're go. Always together. Six months, a year, whatever. Let them have their time and they'll come back to you. Trust me, they always come back to you. They're like, oh, friend, 
it's not working out like I thought it would. Oh, you so know? that's oh, the only comeback no, no, like no, no, when no. it's not working or out? Or even if it's happy, whatever it is. But, okay. you know, they'll come back because now their life is balanced. The guy's no longer on a cloud or whatever. Yeah, that pedestal. He's, he's kind of just come off that. You chopped that pedestal down. <laughs> But, but at the end of the day, I think with friendships, they grow at different paces anyway. So it's not about yeah. a guy friend, girlfriend, whatever. Mm-hmm. However, I just, I'm so sick and tired of like just being guilted for this friend zoning thing. I just, <sighs> I, I think it's disgusting. I feel like all women <sighs> face the same struggle. You know, I, I really hope that, uh, it gets better for you, but I'm I like, I do hope yeah, so. Okay. Haven't I heard this before? No, but I think all women, all women experience the Stop same being thing. A victim. I am, I'm a victim. <laughs> Of men who think I friend zone them, and I'm sick of I'm sick and of their it. girlfriends <laughs> when they find them who are like that was never a friend. No, no, she no, no, just, no, no. She wasn't sure if she wanted you, and oh, now yes, she does because you're so happy with me, and she doesn't want you to actually be happy. <laughs> you need to let go of Candace and never talk that's to her again. That's the next thing, actually. That's what I wanted to and address. It's very awkward. <laughs> that's what I wanted to address. The fact that okay, any woman in general or men in general, I think as soon as you start a new relationship with someone, you're so scared that someone else might take them away from you. Mm-hmm. That you, your insecurities start playing games with you. That's so crazy. So they like, so oh no, don't don't talk to that girl. She likes you. She and you can be the nicest. You can be. In but women do that more than men. I mean, I know that. Women do tend to do um, that. I know that there are men who are insecure about their, their their women's guy friends. But I'm always like, you know what, yo, dog. If that's your your Can best I friend, tell you like 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 be that do do you boo? And if it turns out that you guys were doing some stuff behind my back, yeah. Can you know I, what? There's a special place in hell for the both of you. Enjoy. Please don't burn me, woman. But there's <laughs> there was an incident. No, no, there wasn't an incident. But 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 I do understand with women why we tend to act a little crazier when a guy's. Why? Going, can I tell it's you? Not, okay, not, can I tell you? Yeah. Because with women, women are so competitive naturally. Everyone's like, men are so competitive. <sighs> women are competitive. Trust me. So yeah. what happens with a woman is that's why I always say to you, I'm like, I am the best wing woman. Reason being, I'm not saying I'm so hot. But reason being that if you are different no, looking, that's no, no, not, that's not I why I want you to be my no, woman. No, 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 no. Can like I you're going to bring hot chicks exactly, this way. Not that exactly. you are hot. I don't care. No, exactly. So what women do is they benchmark themselves against the woman currently in your life. So if they feel that if, if they feel inferior or superior, they're going to be like, why does, why is she sticking around? And I, you know, so they either drawn to you for that reason. So if, if I get involved, right, in uh-huh. a relationship with uh-huh. someone and I meet that guy's girlfriend, like mm-hmm. her, the best girlfriend, I already know like how she's going to judge me because I'm going to come in my like heels. I'm going to be taller than, I'm going to be a giraffe. I'm going to have yeah. green hair. Yeah. So she's already yeah. like, where do I start with competition right now? Because okay. she's so crazy looking. Yeah. And then after that, they're going to be like, oh, wait, she's interested. So wait, have I been missing something with this guy all along? So then they start reevaluating the guy. Then they're like, wait, if she wants you, then maybe I've been missing some things. But she just said she doesn't want me. I told you that she doesn't want me. No, no, no. And it's not even about whether she wants me or not. I just like her company. She's really cool. And and yes, she is attractive. And you know, I I like to look at her. Because a woman, no. And like, I don't want to be around her if she's not attractive. Heck, but that doesn't mean I want to sleep with her. No, but that's the thing. That's (sighs) the thing. Woman, your your currency or reality value as a man goes up when another attractive woman is in your, like, if another woman wants you, then woman but she doesn't want me No, I'm saying the friend zone Look <laughs> So, no, no, no So this This is how the friend zone works Let me, yes. let me simplify please. it No, right? please, please Not the friend zone I'm but not this, getting this it woman thing. Talk to me like I'm a six-year-old Okay, I am going to break it down for you So, what happens is When John meets Sally No, <laughs> yeah, no, okay. no, no, no yeah, yeah, Okay, no, yeah. so no So you, you are now In a friend zone situation, mm-hmm. right? So you have been friend zoned by Lucy 
mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Then you meet a new girl. Yes. Let's say me. You meet me, right? No. So then you say to me, because all men like doing that, I need to introduce you to Lucy. You guys would get along so well. She's amazing. So, exactly. Lucy's so funny. She's so smart. You Crazy. know, she's not even my type, but hey, yeah. she's amazing. Like You'll we've had amazing nights together. Like exactly. that one time we got totally even, drunk. No, no, you don't even end up in that elaborate. hotel room. And it was like, wow, we woke up the next day. You and I was like, Lucy, what the elaborate. hell happened? You see, you don't even need to elaborate to a female. Like if you're about to date someone, you don't even need to elaborate on that. Because men naturally don't elaborate yeah, when they, with a girlfriend. You're trying not to tell yes, that kind exactly. of truth because you're like, I don't want to mess this up exactly. so by telling you that Lucy and I spent that night together. Right. So then you'll just say like whatever. Mm-hmm. And then so now you, I'm the one that now is your dating potential. So you want me to meet Lucy. So I come into the picture and Lucy looks at me and says, okay, maybe she's attractive. She's attractive-ish. Wait, she is funny. Wait. So Lucy starts taking all my good points and she's like, no. Why does she want him? <laughs> I don't get it. If she's like, let's say Lucy says she's a seven. She's a seven out of ten. Why would a seven want him? And then Lucy all of a sudden starts rethinking her space in your life. And she's like, no, 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 no. I don't like Candace. And the reason I don't like Candace is because like so she'll come up with different things. But inside Lucy's just thinking she's reevaluating who you are as a man. And she's thinking, do I actually want to take him out of the friend zone? Yes, no, maybe. And then that's why women don't like other women. Ah, uh, so actually, once you have a real woman in your life, then the friend zone thing changes because she's might, like, might. might. Mm. With a lot of women, oh, it tends so to do so. Guys, can we just keep it simple? I'm going to say it like this. <laughs> if, I'm your, if I'm your friend as a man, yes, right? Yes. Chances are at some point, in our relationship, I want to tap that. Yeah, I want to be honest. You're gonna try it from and the I, beginning. I'm, yeah, to the to the rest of our lives. We're yeah. gonna be 80 years old. Um, Hopefully not, but yes. And <laughs> I'm still gonna be like, you know what? Just as an experience, before I die, can I just tap it and go? But it's like doesn't have to change our friendship. Like you can still be, um, we can still be friends. You can still carry on with your relationship, and it's fine. Nonetheless, that doesn't mean when you find happiness and joy. I won't be like, yeah, I'd like to be friends with your man. I'd like to be, yeah. like, when you invite me over to the house for a bra, I'm not going to act weird. I'm going to sit with him by the bra or stand around with yeah. him with my beer, and we're going to laugh and talk about the rugby and talk about relationships. And it's going to get real. And if you ask no. me for advice on Candace, I'm going to no. be like, well, you know, what I found is she's like this and like that. She's generally a nice person, but I think she is a little bit crazy because I know my friend. So, you know, <laughs> just be cool with that, no, that she's no, no, crazy no, no, no. and learn how to deal with it, my friend, because now you are actually more my friend than she is. No, no, no. Can I tell you something wrong? Right. Wrong, wrong. And heck, Can you're, I say, you you're know damn why? attractive. Like, she's done good. No. Look at you <laughs> with your six-pack and your 20 million rand house. Damn. No, can I tell you something? No, the, the reason it never works, when, uh, when friends sleep together or whatever the case is, when that boundary gets crossed, can I tell you why? Men invest in time in you, in your friendship. Yes. Mm. So, in closing, guys, men invest time in your friendship for the pure reason that they're hoping to get what they want. If they get what they want, they stop investing that time in the friendship because they're like, ah, why should I call her 24? Why am I listening to her life dramas? They start reevaluating, and men always pretend they don't have that switch in their mind. Like, I've won, I've won. Ouch. I've won, I've won. won. And then it Mm. stops becoming a game for them. So they stop actually being present in the friendship. I think that that, that maybe like you are, you're being a racist (laughs) because you've taken like a couple of men and there's one right, is right in front of you who's like really quite normal. Like whether I hit it or I don't hit it, it's like, I don't care. It's like, if I like your company, I like your company. And that's that. Just don't be weird about it either. Like there'll be times when I can't be around you because like I'm doing other things or I'm doing other people. So don't make it weird either. But at the end of the day, it's just a safe zone. I I think everyone should appreciate it. I gave you a chance. (laughs) So all I'm saying is like, I am happy for you, friend. If you meet the guy, you know, like now you're really happy. 
Like, he's a really good-looking guy. So when we go out together, like, I know he's married to you. So I'm the single guy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat of, of his good-lookingness, right? <laughs> and the fact that he's so rich, I get to experience stuff. Like, I get to swim in your Incredible. pool <laughs> for 2.6 million. Sometimes you take me on holiday with you overseas, and I get to be on your yacht. Like... This is great. Thanks for all this amazing life projection. We've, we've done it. We've made it, friend. We've made it together. And I want you to be happy. I'm gonna work hard to make sure that you stay. Like if you start doing crazy stuff, I'm gonna I'm gonna reprimand like Candice. I'm not compromising think, this yacht. Think about me for a bit. I enjoy driving this Porsche. So you better stop. Wow, okay? that was a fun thing. And that's that, that's it from me. So bye guys. So if you're gonna friend zone me and you're gonna get I'm, I'm gonna make sure. My responsibility I'm going to make sure You get the a most Incredible guy Out there because, It is now published Because it's our life <laughs> It's my life too Andy. Okay Bye I want, guys I want to buy a Lamborghini Ciao This is Cliffcentral.com